Before I begin, let me ask you some very simple questions. Which is the most commonly used equipment in the gym for all age groups alike? Which equipment do first time visitors in the gym look at before they get convinced to pay the fees? Which is the best equipment to pass time on both by clients and coaches alike? Which equipment requires the maximum investment of all the other equipments in the gym? The answer to all these questions is the good old treadmill. I know that all treadmill worshippers are probably fuming at me right now after that podcast headline, but the fact is treadmills are one of the least effective methods of working out in existence. Hi there. I'm Ashita, your fitness coach, and in this podcast, let's delve deep into this topic to understand the truth behind the treadmill and the real science behind its overhyped uses. Firstly, let's learn why do people actually use a treadmill? A treadmill is extensively used in most of the gyms not because it is good for workouts, but because people think it is good for workouts over the years various companies manufacturing it have convinced you how good it is for workouts but the reality is a bit different first let me speak of some perceived benefits the treadmill has to offer However, you will see how some of these advantages itself act as disadvantages for a user as we continue to discuss this further. Now, if your goal is to get thin, a treadmill can easily keep tabs on how many calories you burn from day to day or week to week with or without a wearable fitness band. At the same time, the absence of street sounds making listening to music or an audiobook much more satisfying secondly it helps the user set any type of exercise regime irrespective of the weather outside some runners are so dedicated that neither rain nor feral dogs can put them off their schedule Others don't fancy the idea of getting rained on very much. Don't have time to train during daylight hours or are just legitimately afraid for their safety. In cases like these, sweating out your frustrations in the comfort of your home seems like the perfect solution. The third advantage is the incline setting itself. This incline setting can be used for a consistent uphill training that is not necessarily possible when relying on natural features. Lastly, many activities like watching television which are considered sedentary can be made active if you watch the television while walking on a treadmill. Many offices have also started using treadmill workstations wherein the person slowly keeps walking on the treadmill and keeps working on the computer which is in front of him instead of the panel of the treadmill itself 
honestly speaking nearly two decades ago i've myself been prey to pounding at the treadmills for nearly 40 minutes at a stretch at least twice a week now those were indeed extremely boring workouts as i recall them now let us see why a treadmill should ideally have very little space in a gym setup or at home Firstly, it is relatively costly and takes the maximum space not only because of the size but also because of the sheer numbers required in a gym setup. Secondly, steady state exercise while watching television or reading a newspaper or reading a magazine doesn't require concentration on what you're doing. This creates a mind-body disconnect resulting in extremely poor results. compared to an exercise that requires some focused attention most importantly treadmill gives an extremely unnatural feel to running this is the base of the entire concept of primal instinct and why humans are genetically designed to run on a hard uneven surface either barefoot or with minimal footwear The running surface of the treadmill has significant disadvantage because when you run outside you encounter various stones, soft and hard surfaces, wet areas and water puddles, turns and twists which challenge the ability of the neuromuscular system to recognize the impact of different types of surfaces on muscle, joints and other parts of the musculoskeletal system this is very important considering this affects the balance strength and economy of running as they say it's often the small stuff that makes a big difference the small stuff in the case of running on a treadmill versus outside are the muscles those aside from your hamstrings quadriceps soleus that actually keeps you from falling off every 5 minutes even on surface roads our ankles hips and knees work pretty hard at maintaining our balance it's actually quite amazing that all of this happens subconsciously every time we take a step especially if our new footfall is higher or lower than the previous one or the surface is slightly tilted a whole bunch of minor muscles contract isometrically to prop up and guide their larger counterparts contrary to running outdoors while using a treadmill a runner is generally neither slowing down nor speeding up neither turning nor compensating for any kind of non-uniform terrain this means that however much your thighs burn your core your stabilizer muscles your joints will only be exercised within a very limited range of motion even for distance runners conditioning your body For long distance running can be seen as a combination of three clear efforts. First, strengthening your cardiovascular system. Second, strengthening your major leg muscles. Third, 
strengthening your body's support structure, say tendons, ligaments, joints, and stabilizing muscles. Now, treadmill running covers the first two legs of this tripod, more or less, as well as you know, track or road running, but doesn't quite really get there for the last instance. In particular, never varying your running action can restrict a joint's development, making a sprain that much more likely when you do get out and about. In fact, when you talk about functional workouts for sports, treadmill can be one of the least functional equipment out there. And let me not forget to mention that it is extremely boring and monotonous to use, especially at home, and the user often loses interest in it. Now, if you have been a regular at observing people on treadmills, you possibly would have witnessed some or all of these treadmill pitfalls as well. A treadmill user is often seen twisting one's neck to watch television at home or at a gym, and that's not a good practice. Have you possibly seen people using treadmills and holding on to the handles or the bars by the side? When you hold on to the handles or sides of the treadmill to give your legs a break, you're cheating yourself out of the run form itself and also burning say 20 to 25% lesser calories. Then some are seen staying too close to the front of a treadmill. Now, some people are afraid of falling off. However, to run on the front half of the belt, one will end up taking smaller steps, which can actually increase the risk of injury and not decrease it. So lengthen your stride and stick to the center of the belt for a faster and safer run. Setting the incline too steep or never setting the incline at all? So if you run at the maximum incline, you'll get a great workout for a while. But if you're running at the max every single time, you're also working the same muscles every time. Now at the other end of the spectrum, while never setting the incline at all is still better than sitting on the couch and eating Doritos, but running at a zero incline every single time stops being challenging for your muscles after a few weeks. Also, aren't you just bored? Plan your run at a variety of settings to burn the most calories and keep all of your muscles moving. So now, what are some good alternatives to treadmill workouts? Let me list some of my favorite ones for you. First, outdoor run jog intervals. So this is the ultimate workout for a definite lean body. Second, jumping rope. Incredible mind-body connection and actually fun. You can try speed jumping, crossover jumps and double unders too once you get good at it. Third could be kettlebell workouts. Nothing will get your heart pounding and sweat pouring like high rep kettlebell swings or snatches or clean and presses. These can be done with dumbbells too, just in case you do not have kettlebells around. 
body weight exercises are my go-to fourth. Mountain climbers, body weight squats, push-ups, jumping drills, uh, lunges, bear crawls, plank holds, and so many of these. Next could be hill sprinting. Running as hard up a hill as possible, followed by walking down and repeating as many times as you can for a full workout. Lastly, heavy bag punching, kicking workouts, speed bag, rebounding bag. These are all tremendous workouts and much more fun than some of our boring cardio machines. These require a rather intense mind-body connection, which increases results. Overall, I personally feel that a good treadmill can certainly form a small part of your training routine. It can be useful in providing instant feedback on your performance and in tracking your progress over time. It is not, however, enough on its own. If you want to do any kind of serious running in the real world, practicing by doing exactly that remains essential. And even if the purpose is clocking in your cardio, choose stuff which allows you a definite mind-body connect and engages you with a functional workout. And now with that, it's me Ashita signing off now, hoping this podcast left you a little more rich with your opportunities to clock apart from the treadmill itself for your cardio. See you again in my next podcast, Friday next week.